Lover Boy, Flush to My Moment. Part 1 Repossession of the Sun. Repossession of the Sun. I'd already lost my present, and when my future became nothing more than dreams I was tracing onto sheets of paper, I watched as those were crumpled, tossed into a trash can and set ablaze, wandering through dark nights seduced by lights hailing in the distance. I became driven by an obscure emotional deprivation. Now, I sit out in sunlit plazas, convene in crevices where light catches dust in the air, hang around on beat extrusions of buildings, and loiter about on arbitrary streets neath blue skies and webbed political spectrums, snatching it back Simple objectives, however, can become too much for me at times, from these hard visions of dread that remain. That's why they call us rebounders. We are cats who swallow up nightmares and collect up heaven's tracks. What this involves in the moment is a feeling of breakdown that bum rushes like a frozen night, followed by an impulse that springboards like a rebel army back to coherency and onward to love. The tunnels of emotion we navigate within ourselves are much like those of the New York City subway. You've got to know when to risk it and figure out how to get to where you're going along the way or when to be wary of the consequences and know the route. Today, I'm riding it to work. As I'm on the sixth train, out of the darkness of the tunnel, the train I'm in pulls up next to another one for a moment, going the same direction. I can see the passengers lit in fluorescence inside the other car. It feels like I am passing, glimpsing myself in time. We are all stereotypes, an idiosyncratic bunch traveling through this wormhole in an instantaneous and unquantifiable fashion, except it is impossible to compartmentalize us. Our personalities contain too much. I am sitting here now, 
on a small stairwell next to the mega multimedia store where I work. It is a beautiful summer day, pulling on all the grace in the world for an alibi. I head inside, but most of all, I don't want to be afraid. Do I see? I think I see rain falling down outside my window while I tip my yingling to the north. A poem of mine flying outside my window. It's a streak of light, stroke of genius, wishful fulfillment, litany of loathing, dance of wolves who howl endlessly in nooks in the night that seem to close in. You climbing the fire escape now and through my window, landing where you belong, straight next to me. The nightly, nightly news plays on the TV. And you and I stroke each other gingerly. They talk about death and more trivial consequences. They talk about politics and fires that create homelessness. My poem land now onto the supple pages of the New Yorker magazine. Rain is parading down outside by the light of glints and sounds of trickles. You and I love each other. The heavenly drawl of the moon hangs. Blue are the times I think I see. Mornings hang over me. Love drags heavily. And loneliness charges stealthily. Like the light of an oncoming train cutting through the night. And I am frozen solid after playing chicken. The whistle blares alarmingly. And there's nothing romantic about it.
Q train to Coney Island. I came out to Coney Island this evening, feeling old and misbegotten, falling between the city's cracks, leaves you leery of a cool breeze, stepping out onto the sand and striking a blackened mile like he my right-hand man. A fleeting feeling of a memory runs through me. A breaking breeze catches me on the uptake, my feet digging on sand, collecting the downbeat. There are little kids with, I'm sure, little Ferris wheel dreams. There are young and old couples blossoming and spreading, vines untangling, and unwelcome premonitions shaking loose into song. Overcooked is becoming undone, fresh, revitalized, and uplifted. Dirt that was wearing in is now wearing off, and the whole damn thing is cool. Life, it's nothing but a gravy freight, rumbling through energies spent and the dreams that are left. There's usually a few still left, there at the bottom of the grab bag, always there to remind you. Under sky so blue and in the rain. With all you see of me and all you don't, would you testify for me? There's no way to believe me. God knows I couldn't do right by you. You see, a long time ago, I was double-crossed by someone I trusted. I'm not aptly competent or the least bit situated. My candle is not burning from the same end or even holding light to a scarcely similar image. Humbly concede, brother, that the picture is the same. My sanity is on its fringes. The last love I have left is ready to binge, make a break for it, to where the sunlight breaks. Could you vouch for these wild onion hearts we've got and spot me five? Your idea of me now is being pushed forward by your subconscious, that flaky, fearful template back there, behind your eyes. All points here. In a moment so still, I, I've forgotten how to move. There are birds chirping overhead. I'm alone for miles. A dark eastern sky looms to my left, and the landscape of Manhattan is splayed out before me, right across the river. Large rocks in front of me lead down a few feet to the water, and a slight smell of salt water lingers. Sipping my coffee now, my senses seem to be healing, regenerating, fornicating, reproducing new ones, like synapses snapping. Feels like I'm in a dome, a dream. 
I can see every nook and cranny in each one of these buildings. A school, a yellow school bus just now rolls over the Williamsburg Bridge like a Hot Wheels toy car. I am free. I can breathe. The world at large is wide open and immaculate. We are tiny, disposable, sensual beings extemporaneously trying to invert the world, but all we can do is synthesize it. A soldier's cry. Now I am surviving, reacting to my actions and picking up the pieces. I would dare to say that I have an answer. It, this war, me standing here, is too far along, unfortunately. I came here hip to the news and with a dream of life. There is nothing I would say looking on about that now. It is no longer relevant. I heard your words, Mr. President, over succulent loudspeakers, and they, if anything, assured me. You play your deck loosely, though, and dish cards without fear of being patronized. And yet, there is something in your eyes that eludes even you. Try looking through mine, Mr. President. I am here. I cannot get in and out now without feeling pain. It's where I've been for a long time, carrying bags across your fantasies and singing slogans along the carelessly stitched seams of your cause. Know that the first chance I have, I will leave. I ain't no fool. We are not fools. All I really want to do sit down with the enemy in some other setting and other pretenses and feed our faces and laugh and bathe in the warm sun. The poet. It's a crisp night tonight, a full moon. And it seems I am hardwired for failure. Not nobody, not nothing, can jumpstart me into conformance. Radiance, though, is not a problem. I could beam from here to someplace light years away. Not to worry, they'll get the signal in the year 2050. Maybe I ultimately have too sideways an opinion of myself for this straight up world. Maybe I'm lazy, maybe I'm stubborn. My persuasion runs irreverent, but in sync. Aware of the world as an organism and a machine where life is hard and most people are tough on each other and the soul fights for its right to breathe. Take a walk down Grand Avenue with me. I know a place where these buildings open up to the river and the city. Only a handful like me survive. Hot-headed prophets who are weary of what's being said. 
searching for something fresh and real to hold on to, to save ourselves, the people, and the world. It is true when we contract and go down, silently and unnoticed. Just a dream are these images sprung from ample blood to the soul. So for most of us it happens, in dark alleys some places, and next to washed up wishing wells. Maybe I was born for this, born to wrap salutations and valedictions through peepholes on doors to rooms off uninviting hallways that won't open over noises loud and encumbering to people who'd give a damn. Stagnation Lane. My will is sick. My gut is cold and flaky. Nothing kicks my ass except sunrise and hunger pangs. Round here, though, we are all the same. The swaying of trees, quiet whisper of buildings, slide of feet across dirt-filmed streets, moaning and groaning of bodies sifting through air. And occasional ringing of bells are what compose the day's score. All it takes is a moment, I reckon, for an imperceptible shift in solution-making to occur, like a tectonic plate in the crust of one's mind. Perhaps it is inspired by the possibilities of some unknown presenting itself, and the humility that this makes one take on. Somewhere along the line, I passed through this arc of oblivion and suffered the disorientation that follows. We'd meet at the corners of love and loneliness under the despair bridge, strung out beneath its shadow, even in the night. The moon cast its glow around us. Here, we'd surround a trash can lit with flame and tell stories of our own demise. These stories, though, seemed to transcend reality and took us away, far away. After each one, bursting into delirious excitement, calling out in unison one more song while rubbing our hands like bad over the fire, well, one morning I decided to dream and found it not so hard. Something gave in my mind that would not give before, so I gathered what faith I had and packed my suitcase. Make no mistake about it, I wasn't going back. I said my measly goodbye and walked away into a blistering sun. In the foray, there was nothing left of me save for a slight wavering regeneration of spirit.
Earthly woman in rags and ammonia. Shadows are materializing as light in slivers now reaches in to draw back. Damn, I want to walk next to you and feel your electricity along these streets when the sun draws a slow note setting. Odds towards lasting. I'm likely to lose my mind before my body falls apart. We all go bananas eventually. Some of us just manage to hold on. It might be death. You may make it to the finish line, but a curtain will close right after the wave breaks and shutters on the sun will clap shut in an epiphany of disillusion, flash flood of heartbreak, slow descent from practical faith. I'm likely to slip the skin before my movements significantly slow any. My eyes will turn gray, my love sparse, scattering, until I barely exist, except for that morsel that can't help itself, which will indubitably be ready to pounce on your affection, which right about now could save the day, ward off these demons that are taking siege with swift changes and trickery. But through the heat vamp of a city night or the unwelcome solace of a country afternoon, I'll keep walking. Private Nation. You it out, you Sunlight beats its way through my window and pours light in. First off, I write a morning poem so that for the rest of the day I might speak unabashed in metaphors. I forget about onslaughts throughout my day for the ensemble of light. Your kiss beneath the sounds of traffic. Your touch at every hydrant, pole, rail, wall, or window to lean on. Later on, however, I need a supplementary style for better mobility. I adopt slight gestures for secular communication. There are so many kinds of us, so many miles to cross and bridges to bear. The economy, by any given standard, of my private nation is good, is hot. Let every Tom, Dick, and Harry, every cat with a dream, watch me walk down Broadway. Or let nobody watch me. 
Let the descending honeysuckled light as it throws its casual aura over the city and muscles up a beautiful pink sky. The wild lights and, and the cooling air be my witness. Let me dream of the South right now as I weave in and out of players and thieves, of dirt beneath my feet, leaves cackling from old oaks and pines, gardenias on the edges of summer air. I'm potentially twisted along about the train's last stop. The steadily rising moon becomes confounded by lonesome air. Heading back to the room I'm staying in, I'm tumbling nowhere good. Like a mummy whose tape is rapidly unraveling, I'm about to turn into dust. Exposed now, however, I am quietly seduced. There are lovers and eyes around, children about, and pairs of shoes are flung over telephone wire. It once again amounts to a world that can safely, in its ludicrousness, steal my heart away. Approaching my room, I give myself, right before I strip the world of any of its lies, slack, an extra allocation of bounce, thereby expanding the breadth wherewithin my behaviors are measured. I remind my senses that grip reality of the truth of relative consciousness and of pathology and its natural domain. With this, I wipe the template clean. Now I, beneath a dark room, reverential night, go ahead and shut her down, put on some Springsteen and shake her loose, cool, uncap a beer, while staring out the window and hoping for rain. Here I am, foolishly undressing and cloaking repeatedly my skin from my body, loosely associating it, associating and weaving my dreams. Dig me here tonight, mama. Follow me down and I'll show you how. Dig me here tonight, mama. Follow me down and I'll show you how. Headlights and sirens slip the grace of streetlight and cross the room. Proposition under weak light. Dance with me, sweetheart, beneath only the cloud of my desperation. It would be implausible if I were to promise anything, so I won't. The music of the streets outside, sirens, starvation, and other vanities. In between, a bit of true love and survival in families. Their arms locked in refusal. Money is the control factor, and so the river flows. But sometimes you have to choose, honey how to follow it down. Are the implications of my indecision counteracted by the determination ensured by my religion? The coarse summer night, our futility, and the flicker of this gaudy apartment ceiling ball.
reach. I was positive I was different, that I was rearranged somehow, that you don't know this deal. It is no now nor evermore. I was born once removed from the light. Consequently, I'd crawl into my covenant of good intention, justice, and sacred love. There I'd attempt, by my own postulations, to catch each modulation and undulation of light. Soon I'd formed ideal, ideals which held up expectations in my mind, and everything that didn't coincide was in stark breach of my religion. One late night, I was walking up 2nd Avenue after work when a random shot rang out, neat, precise, and full of aim. It hit me, square on the shoulder. I ran around the street, yelling, until my legs tingled. But nobody stopped their stride. I chastised the moon, full and bright, relinquishing it of its dignity. Then I found my car on 34th and drove it straight into the East River, flooring the small dock the car seemed to hang for a minute in midair, right before it hit the water with a monstrous, yet amongst this majestically lit city, I'm sure it was truly inconsequential, thud. I sat in my seat, paralyzed, as water started filling up the compartment. Somewhere along the line, I'd taken the time to buckle my seatbelt. The water was cold like hellfire and dry ice little stinging phantoms all over my body. Right about this time, I looked through the driver's side window and noticed that the river's water was a pale green. Blue, I heard myself think. You know what I'm saying? The water should be blue. A feeling of anxiety came over me. Then that was enough to inspire me. I unbuckled my seatbelt kicked the glass of the driver's side window and crawled out and up to the cool night air. I swam over to the docks. My gunshot wound was still bleeding. Instinctively, I grabbed a dirty rag someone had left on one of the beaches and applied it. Morning was starting to christen New York City. Sitting on the bench now, I felt some kind of oblivion encroaching. Part of me was still shaking from shock, like a poor dog in the rain, but there was a brand new part that was strangely willing, instigated by a fresh feeling of heartache. I noticed as dawn's light continued to trickle in that I no longer cared about what was right and wrong. It was a moot point that didn't matter anymore. I could never extricate myself enough from the situation to ever make such an assessment. And so I sat there, on this city bench just off 2nd Avenue, at an embankment of the East River, dripping dry, as sunlight finally engulfed the land with rage and indifference. Catch the beat. An 
old man's while walking on a scantily paved road in South Carolina in Saturday morning fog, knee buckles unexpectedly, causing him to stagger for a moment. In New York City now, a young cat is lying out on the fire escape on a hot July day with his TV turned outward so as to show through the window. He is lying on a twin futon he has shoved out there with a half-gallon container of Mountain Dew and a 16-ounce plastic cup to his right. Suddenly, he turns away from the tube and glances down the avenue, which, with pain and roses on either side of the street, hustles through the Bronx. A man and woman, coupled, are holding hands and walking along a strip of coastline in Zuma Beach, California. The water surges in now and cakes their ankles. It then decrescendos back and the force of the undertow causes their feet to sink even further. A, a film of soft white fizz from where the ocean just licked the sand evaporates before they know it. A Caribbean woman riding the subway with her child next to her in a stroller is nudged in the face with a blunt suspicion. A corporate businessman now sitting next to her loosens his tie, wipes his forehead, and bounces his legs off one another, crucially aware of his own prowess. A hipster across from them, drinking coffee, waking from a nap this evening, hears the music. Everyone's emotions pale for a moment, right before the flavor lifts them anew. Their faces bright red. Hipster. When it bubbles up out of frenzy, as if assured by something, that's the best for him. The weight that was there has given away what it knows and surrendered only to what will last. After all, we're all having a breakdown. Oh, how it surprises when it shows its grace, undeniably, inexplicably, even with all that he can attest to. But there are other witnesses who have seen it too. Neither tragic nor heroic, it is honest, like the way a song speaks to you, or how someone exists in their environment. It's also romantic as hell, full of love, and to ignore that much would be a gross injustice. Growth, blessed life, shall not go unnoticed. Aesthetically speaking, however, it's tough. The past, present, and future fold into a series of implications. That's when he's got to throw it all in a crock pot over an endearing flame and boil it down to a simple conception. One which under certain circumstances may foil from the pressure, but ultimately staves off incineration, as does he, cocking his hat gently now towards the sun, his eyelids dancing like one of them kisses.
Part 2, American Soul. <laughs> I feel it most when I'm on the bus. It's a ripple in the soul, a pervading difference that gets big inside the throat right after the chest tightens. That's when things can come out wrong. On the bus, most of us have gotten into the habit of staring straight ahead. Everybody really wants to get where they're going and the streets roll past outside, and the stop requested sign dings periodically, and folks get off and on, very conscious to thank or greet the driver each time. Someone now towards the front pulls back on a window handle, opening it, and a crisp, crisp autumn breeze rolls in, off Ponce de Leon Avenue. I think to myself the best I can do is to have a good understanding of it and live down that understanding as best I can. It seems to me, looking around, that this is the consensus among us. Broken down bus stop. I'm waiting on this damn bus this morning. Waiting for it to come rolling through. I have to be at work in 15 minutes. Slamming dishes and working the big guys. It is hot now. As the sun begins to roll around in heaven. There are a number, number of us today, waiting, standing, sitting, and pacing. Ten minutes now until I've got to be at the restaurant. It seems I'm caught perpetually in the revolving doors of this world, neither here nor there. Five minutes, will they understand that this bus just didn't ride in? The sun ain't nothing to these eyes of mine. I can carry the weight of these eventual days, but I might be late. Have you ever felt something so real that it slices through the bullshit of the day like a butcher knife 
through butter. Part three, somewhere under these drunken palm trees. The mix of tropical, desert, and smog creates an ethereal landscape. The atmosphere is strangely complacent. It never rains. Colors are whitewashed by the sun. Car washes and fast food joints and sneakers and t-shirts. Seamlessly stoned in a sunlight that you might go down to the river for to bottle and drink with dinner this evening. When the sun goes down, the sky turns a hale orange and navy blue, like a yarn quilt thrown over the night. And there's one or two auspicious stars up there. I am somewhere under these drunken palm trees or along a concrete river lying in a pool of my own blood. For my soul sprung a leak when the train first jumped, jumped its tracks when I was taken from her. I found myself in a moment in time that resembled that which I knew, but was clearly not it. I was dying in Los Angeles while living in Georgia, and I spent Ten years just trying to bridge the gap. But you cannot forge an identity without your real self as a bridge. I'm back to find them. Thanks for your song, brother. An abstraction of myself, burdened by pretense, is validated. He's taking my song back from me, taking my song back from me. I'm caught momentarily now by the limelight of his guitar, glinting. Some need of mine, he is himself vanquishing calling down angels. An inarticulate dream I've hauled for so long is beginning to conceptualize like silk ribbons through cigarette smoke, red, and a balloon into the blue sky. Torchbearer. I'm happiest when there is some music on. It keeps out bad vibrations. So put the radio in the sun, man, and play it loud. Let it 
carry us across generations and over the telephone poles. I can see you now, the way you were and the way you are. I'm just a montage of your flickering light. Would you exchange your dreams for my memories or vice versa? And don't tell me we don't have a clue. You can feel the ground beneath your feet, can't you? I'm a torchbearer for the lost and weary. I carry on. So hand me that level now. Mark that line and dig with me over the prospect of this pergola, this wild world actually holding up. Throwing stones. Like a stone thrown into a pond, freedom is offered in just the way we get caught in its impact. The repercussions splaying outward. But the stone sinks, falls to the bottom like a sunken ship capsized. When the water, however, gains fortitude and mass, the stone will be unburdened. It will come up slowly back to the surface of the pond, which now, tossed in sunshine, offers a syncopated song of love and pain that's beyond beat and way past rock and roll. Retroactively living towards grace. Slipping back now to the covenant of the most sacred part of myself into the southernmost part of these United States. I hear a blues song emanating from this train as it hurtles down the tracks. I've spent my whole life on my way to somewhere else that goes. A slipstream of streamline events gives me no satisfaction. I need to see myself encased by an orange sun before I can be what you want me to be. Affirmation of loss. I never knew how the morning sun explodes white with light that seems to burn the backsides of palm trees. I never knew how to have a conversation with the porcelain sky, just how it shimmers at dusk or the wanton blue of its revival. I never knew how the mercuric night 
throws moon dust over chrome as we roll through LA. I never knew how these days fray so endlessly at the seams, like if I pull on the world, it will come undone. I missed you, California. I never knew how much. If I could buy Bukowski a beer, bartender, I'd shout. A stout young woman would bring him, popping the caps off and placing the two Heinekens in front of us like it was a matter of flicking lint from air. Each bottle onto the wood bar sounds like a snare drum. Sitting there, each to our own stool, turning it over for a moment while the bar light, a wonderful kaleidoscope of meaning mixed with the texture of honey, continues to burn. Thanks for the beer, he'd say modestly. I would think to myself, how you shook loose the debris from my mind with your art, like dead leaves from a tree. In turn, what were exposed were my own branches, bare and beautiful. And this is when I started writing, making connections myself. Just how you wiped the dirty window pane that my soul had become clean. Let some light in. But all that would come out would be Thank you, Mr. Bukowski. Call me Hank, he'd say, and we'd toast, our bottles chiming against the L.A. sun waning outside. Crossing 7th home. If I can do this, it will prove I have the strength to hold up this life. But at PCH and Cherry, I'm winded. My legs, they feel like tangerines. My heart, however, begins to slow drag upward. The hood is a bandit that sings to me. Cop cars disguised as the law. Survival, my friend, is righteous in every way it's wrong. I see a light up ahead as my body consolidates. I'm calling on this night tonight in its stillness. And all those days I've spent walking through window panes. I need every poem I've ever written to come together inside me. At seventh, I'm further away from where I started and closer to where I'm going. Sweat is dripping down my face like wet polyurethane, and I can hear the ocean sigh as the trouble of the world blows off my back. Broke down lot. the disheveled morning light, a broken down lot radiates a hum. Overhead, a freeway branches off in every direction against an ominous blue sky. 
catheters for injection into society. They meet at Crenshaw and Washington and Parley. Light is lilting off the corners of the day. On La Brea, the cops have accosted a separate young man and let him go. He drives recklessly, blinded by infuriation. Out in Long Beach, sunlight is raping cheap streets and baptizing the peninsula. Everywhere, a buckled beat drops from the sun and bounces off the pavement. On Wilshire and Fairfax now, two forces immeasurably collide when a stoplight malfunctions. While glass sprays over the intersection, the people along the sidewalk and inside the 99 cent store scream. Helicopters form a constellation like flies in a staccato sunset. Palm trees blow by a breeze or hang in the heat. Fish in the sea. I used to wait for the day to break into great communion, where artists gathered in broad daylight to share in the droppings of desire. I know now that there are dreams inside of us that are either too precious or too elusive to be said, and they keep us lonely. I might, however, brush up against you just to let you know it and polish me off, and you, in return, might graciously accept my gesture as a token of faith and affirmation of humanity. The world sparkles now, bound back to our bodies by this distinguished skin. We are, once again, left to flounder in the possibilities. Acquiescence. I am jealous of your light. Tell me, if I acculturate myself enough, could I acquire it? I want to sing the blues. Ain't it sweet justice, though, how in spite of our hegemony, you've managed to harvest the one thing beyond repossession. It would take me my lifetime over to pay your dues. Tattered window. I'm sliding deeper and deeper into nothing. As the night moves over me, I can hear the rustle of my own fears. My gut tightens. The moon catches me riding my bicycle down a street into a forgotten neighborhood. 
It gives the hard night a false serenity, but a welcome one. I can feel myself down to my bones. I am afraid. I ride on. I'm staying in a room in a house on Lemon Street. When I get there, there is something about the way my window, tattered and chipped, looks against the coral street-lit night. And I realize I'm doing exactly it, exactly the way I want to. Blown back from the edge. I'm suspended at the edge of the world with the radio on. I missed the count off and got caught coming down on the upbeat. I'm still coming down. The world is inspired by my emotional windfall and it's about to blow me over. Right off this beach and out to sea. Seagulls now tread the air above me, seemingly off the levity of this music. The skies perfectly augmented by last, last night's rain, and the sun is shining too. I am floating, and everything is connected, even me. We are all stranded in our own special time. Fighting off Monday. Today, this Saturday, I'm actually going to sit out on my front porch the whole day through with a beer in my hand and watch its simple gestation as each second expands into an hour. We're forced by our own wills and in the movements we make to survive, to make each moment count. I plan to eventually let the earth have its way with what's left of me, but not before the music here lets me be. the impression that you can't wrap your arms around the feeling. It leaves before it comes, then leaves you, just a splitting mosaic of your physical image. Look at me now, looking at you, now once more, and I'm pleading you. This room would fill with a splendor of sunlight, perforated in blue, as the day breaks outside in new revelation 
to congratulate your expression. Breathe. Morning catches me in convalescence. The sky is revving in an orange and blue combustion, just as the turquoise sun slices its shackles off. I'm standing by my window, leaning onto the breeze. Stepping outside now, a cup of coffee catches white noise before it pontificates. It's just another day, and I'm just a man beating a stinking drum, trying to make mu miracle music. Off Hollywood Boulevard, like sunlight, I'm thrumming the backside of this bucket the world over with these two wooden spoons. If the means is the end, the music, then let me work it out. How it blows my mind, it does, when it catches me now, catching myself. Somewhere in between what I'm striving for and what can be extrapolated, I exist, and everything that has led me here is fine. Meet me in the rain. There is steam permeating these streets from inside its sleek corridors. Would you meet me, my darling, for a movie show? How it helps to clear my tainted vision just to walk around downtown in the rain, but to see you would be the antidote. X-Factor, I would have reorganized. Instead, I've slipped into a daze, looking for you everywhere. It was my victory the day you believed in me. The sun shone brilliant with insurrection, and buildings seemed to wobble. They soon fell when our love rose. I realize it now. You invariably cast a spell on my moment that day, a head full of worms and hands full of beans for this heart of ineffable truth. Mailman. waiting for a letter to come. The ocean to the south moves in slow inhalations, while wind caresses the morning by the rhythm of the breath of its proprietor. Belief is the only true prerequisite for anything. Talent is absolutely irascible. Together they form a concoction so inconsolable it goes on. 
and one's destiny is conceived. Like a ship's sail, pregnant with possibility, give this world another chance for me. Flush to my moment, when the past is clicking off the heels of the present, like a spy aide, an informer. Go now, I say, back to the future and tell me what you see. The present is a window pane, and here we are now, walking through shards of stolen moments. The future is in pieces, but these fragments of glass are shining up at me in algorithms of light with room enough for change. The night explodes into requiem for lost dreams. Each time the tide takes my TV, against the pristine sky, I set it up, tilting one antenna towards the stars and another to the horizon. The picture and its vibrant colors helps to curb my loneliness. But at midnight, usually, the tide rushes in and rolls out with my TV. It sits there, floating atop the current, the fruition of my request for the lowest common denom denominator of all possible prosperities. I go out after it. I will not be shut out from the world, I tell myself. So in the black of night, I take my TV from the waters of the moonlit light blue sea and bring it back here to this rock that is my home. Wide open night. I feel like dancing in a room full of music and women. It's heat spinning me from this vortex. I want to speak backwards tonight and come off from on top of this world. If you turn that one around, it's what I meant to say. A breeze is coming in my apartment window now, right off the ocean, and a train's wheeling by. If I let it blow over me, we risk not catching each other's drift. Said I've still not been able to quell my original urge, all cooped up in here, always caught between disaster and opportunity.
my innocence. I came back here to these streets to reclaim a little bit of the sunshine which was stricken from me at the heights of childhood. A broken heart creates loads of pretense. And when life is always one nervous tick away, the world is just as placid and sinister as death. I was never crazy, just guilty of not being true to myself. As I walk now around Los Angeles, evening falling, the sky a little lower, but I feel myself through. It's real, and all at once, what I've lost is mine again. As an immaculate pride for my life descends like a firefly whose iridescent tracks placate the darkness. Part four, I want to find you. I imagine she feels just like a cold creature looked at once and discarded, like a joker in a deck. Maybe she thinks of roads, and I jump from the passenger side window of a solid Saturn that could maybe use some tune-ups, and onto the bandwagon. She watches me leaving from a distance. The dotted yellow lines make me dizzy, but before I can puke all over the back seat, the pink sky fills my brain and shuts my eyes, and I am sorry. Broken, olden, and without anything to do, wandering down the worries. Could you be my glimmer, skimming over this hardened dusk to remind me of morning? My soul is a slate I am carving, unencumbered by distraction, laid into another disenfranchised night. Meet me where the moon winks an eye and dawn counts off a drum roll. Meet me by the rail tracks on a hot summer day where the sun beats hard on our backs. Meet me then at the rendezvous spot on 7th and Cherry and dance with me through the parking lot to this tune that you and I haven't heard 
since jazzy innocence when the sun rained out all night. I want to run with you to where the light lends itself to something lost and found, where beyond the canopy and on our shoes the rain falls, where love is obvious and honest and mourning is welcomed with all the brimming madness it deserves. Don't just smile like that and run your fingers through your hair. I'm telling you it's okay and I'm begging for your permission. Come out from behind those street signs and telephone wires and fireflies. Isn't it time? I can't stop thinking about your black flowing hair falling down around those brazen eyes that bleed the world. I ain't ready to walk lonesome away. You've managed to wrap me in your light. And it's giving me something to fight for. We don't only sing, but we dance just as good as we want. In Houston, we just started a new dance called the Tighten Up. This is the music we tighten up with. Sunlight off of Second Avenue would be busting in through the window panes while we shelved books. There you are, and you seem to, in each moment, effortlessly swim the dichotomy between North and South. Here I am, playing the Northerner while I secretly dig your soft Southern style. You were someone I didn't even expect to like. It came on like a brush fire off of one pine needle, ostensibly tripped over by the sun. I suddenly had the sensation of having licked everything in my sleep. On our last night working, you wouldn't even know how you'd reached inside of me. I couldn't yet forsake the light that I had found. So I balked and casually kissed you off beneath the fluorescence of second, hustling off into the night. I don't know what you were thinking about last night, but all I wanted was a hug goodbye. Today there are cascading lapses of light like rain falling outside my window. We could enlist ourselves in the army of this new sunrise. I say sunshine is pounding the pavement out there, beveling its edges. The homeless are burning, yuppies are tanning, and the rest of us are just savoring the taste of it all. We could throw a little back for superstitious reasons. Then come back to my place, sunlight still hugging the window and... I wanted to ask you out tonight through this thin air, but my gut couldn't find the juice, nor could my heart with clipped wings fly. Back now in my tepid apartment, I'd sift through sheets of this black night, then slip through the thick of dawn, riding for one sip of honey to put moves off your glances. I'd break every streetlight outside my window if you'd greet me in the dark. I'm the first man through wormholes to lose face in your browned hair, love, fighting off the night's guardian angels for one taste of your exhilaration. 
I'm looking at sketches of orange rooms again for the chance to sit in the shower with you and watch the sunrise. Time runs out, though, and you're gone like the night and through the edges of my fingertips. The sun's going down outside this fourth floor walk-up. An orange curtain's being drawn around the city, and people are beginning to settle down. They've got some soul music playing in the form of rhythm and blues, and there's a party in here. I spot you just now, sitting by the window. The silky evening light of summer is suckled by your light brown hair as a carefully abdicating breeze blows through it. What is the source of what you emanate? It seems to me it could withstand the collapse of everything. Sitting here holding an amber type of beer, I'm working up the nerve to ask you to dance. By what measures I cannot tell, you accept. I get caught by the bluesy inflections in the singer's voice, and that horn arrangement has given me hell. I look up to see you counting it out for me with your hips and your head shaking fanatically. Suddenly I feel a stark sense of possibility which incorporates this jungle but looks past it because the way you are moving is impossible. I only want to find you over coffee and sex, the assurance of touch just so I know it then we can flip flow down beneath these lights to the backdrop of this crisp, clear night, kissing and get popcorn and Cokes over a movie show. The sirens now cross this midnight and helicopters continually tax the moonlight. I write, I write, I write. And I helplessly think of her who broke my heart originally Branding me lover boy. What say you, Rose? I, for one, Rose, cannot go another summer without love. I need to kiss like the ocean is blue. I'm fervently glancing in your direction now, before you've even seen me move. We're not kids anymore, but this California air is a real thin sheet of ice and we're all still ensconced in the ephemeral reality of the bougainvillea and jacarandas, burning, blooming, burgeoning, red beneath the sun, at last relegated to the regal music of the brooding night, brooding night. Most days I'm a carbon copy of myself, a restless breath against the wind, finding solace in a poem. 
stuck someplace I've been before, but will never be again. Unreciprocated. Desire is falling, cutting through the frozen landscape. I once was a bird, but this vacuum is a thwarted context. You are water over jagged edges, redefining air. Where is my love now to lift me from fear to freedom? I need to breathe, oozing hot manhood here under the sun, raining. Sweet loneliness. Sunrise is rapturous upon my walls as this coffee bellows my brain to it. It's all to do with a certain displacement from somewhere I want to be and my own rapidly fading existence. Here I am. I am alive and true, and because I've been to the brink, I'm burning. But I know what love is. It's the ripple of my own reflection in your eyes, bringing me back. It's shadows now, dancing across this dank apartment, obliquely orchestrating my arrival. Lover boy. The mountain of me in your eyes. I am a steep climb. Once over the first precipice, the voices in your head have absconded, thrown by my, by my bedeviling sunlight. The emotional landscape I inhabit now spreads out before you like a lunar beach. Weightless, you stake your claim. Once over the second precipice, the moon of me, self-effacing and bright, is enough to render your heart true. Skin left tingling, the consummation of something sublime. Once over the third precipice, the fire at my source has molten the metal of your mind, smoldering the matter of your most insidious, fledgling desire. Indentured in the early summer's morning, the sun is casually announcing itself everywhere, exploding quietly amongst birds chirping and exposing what seems to be a thousand different endless possibilities. I've sauntered up from sleep this Saturday morning into the light with some precious stone like the resin of a childhood dream unearthed in my mind. Ah, Los Angeles. Well, Long Beach. California. 
We are all like fish caught in the net of the sky out here. Dreams press themselves upon us with the weight of eternity. It's all in that damn sky. It's an hourglass for our most pertinent and bereft desires. Curse and curator of my song. Working construction and painting houses really ain't cutting it, but it's allowing me to get by. And although you've already declined my sweet offer, I can't let it go. The schools and magazines aren't calling either, unconvinced of any potential, but what the hell do they know? It must be that this same swift beat in my heart is making them jealous. Outside my double window now, against the panes, the taciturn dog day begins to drip. It's like a single out-of-focus frame on a roll of film, a time out of time. Vagrant palm trees sprung through the buildings like weeds reach for the sky. The streetlight in the lower left corner flashes green, and I am alive here at the onset of summer. Changes. It's always a forthright venture, never out of lack of anything else. And how can we walk through the fire and come out unscathed? At the same time, choices are limited, and time, although a friend, is of the essence. So when it comes down to it, it's the only way. Yes, it's the only way. This drive that I feel, that I ride, is the truth. It predicates itself. I've stolen a piece of property of New York City and taken back mine of California. It was the disparity within myself that created a vortex of fear, but the possibility of conjunction led me through it. Hell, even a conniving southern breeze couldn't shake me now. And along the way, we've convened in sweet alchemy, and it's changed me. Like this Los Angeles freeway right now, after rush hour. Bumper to bumper, sunset and smog sufficiently burning dusk through summertime. The city down to its, its essence, silhouetted like a satin sheet's been thrown over it. The tall, hot reeds of the day weaving themselves into the much cooler wicker basket of night. Love sweeps the mind clean, embodies the soul, and keeps the heart faint. I can't even hold a thought. Nothing's been lost. I'm going to live.
Thank you.